morning, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Kopepi. Today is Monday, July 29th. I'm your host, Carter Laren, and I'm joined, as always, by the bad mamma jamma, straight from Texas, where we all wish we were. Carrie Smith. Good morning, Carter. Morning, Carrie. How was your weekend? It was good. I went to a friend's wedding. Oh, um, yeah? Yeah, some of the friends who come to the civility dinners, they got married. It was great. Oh, nice. Wow. It was a civil wedding. It was a civil wedding. <laughs> <laughs> a civil service. Fair. Cool. Well, that's good. Um, what about you? I uh, I mostly worked, although I I went yesterday. We went, um, my wife had a, some VC friend of hers had a party. And so I hung out with VCs yesterday. And uh, it was, you know, what was really interesting is, um, I could tell that some of the people were just trying to say like, so these are smart people. Like these are smart people. I I don't mean that venture capitalists are smart because many of them are not, but like a lot of these people were, they had backgrounds in doing other stuff and they were smart, but the the conversation kind of turned to politics and they, it was clear that he was like, super I, I don't know a better word for it than just boomer mentality it was just like what i read on cnn and literally this guy was like well i think if the democrats run a white man he'll win because it's all about racism and i was like i don't think so and he's like well i hope you're right and i was like i know i'm right wait like if the, that's if the democrats run a white man yeah, that's how they can win because the only people reason people are drum- voting for Trump is because he's a white man. Oh my is- gosh, this person's a moron. Well, that's the thing. He's not a moron. He's just like the, the level of analysis, he doesn't pay attention to anything else apparently going on. And he's got like CNN level NPC boomer programming that's just like, oh my goodness, it's racism. Um, and it was, it's shocking because you can have really complex, interesting conversations with people about anything else, but it turns to politics and they're dumb. They're just, they're just like mindless drones that have no information about anything. Their programming um, kicks in. It's so funny to watch. Um, but uh, anyway, that was, that was my weekend. But uh, we that, both missed. That uh, relates to the topic today. Yeah, we missed the... the uh, the racist in the White House with more racist tweets. Racism, racist, racist, racist. Sorry, can I say that some more racist? Ah. Um, yes. <laughs> so Trump, um, I did mention this to the guy at the party uh, that I was talking to about this. I, I did say Trump knows how to play the media and the Democrats, and you guys still haven't figured that out. So not sure how you expect to win. <laughs> like, here we go. <laughs> same we go. old, same old. Same because thing. They're making a big deal out of this story. And then when you look at what he said, you're like, there's nothing there about race at all. Well, and you look at Baltimore and you go, holy fucking shit. Yeah. I had I haven't been to Baltimore in probably two decades. I don't care about I mean, other than like general benevolence for humankind, I don't care about Baltimore. I don't pay attention to Baltimore. I have no fucking idea what's going on in Baltimore. Right? Mm-hmm. Most people I think don't. But Suddenly, what am I doing? I'm looking up Baltimore. <laughs> and who looks right? Donald Trump looks right when I look up Baltimore. So let's, Carrie, let's show the tweets. So on Saturday, he did his, um, I think he's got like a, a 
weekend. He must have decided that the Saturdays are like a good time to do this. So <laughs> he's like, this is his tweet. Um, he, it was two, two tweets, basically. And then he doubled down later. But here are his two tweets. I'll read them out for people who are listening. Representative Elijah Cummings has been a brutal bully, shouting and screaming at the great men and women of Border Patrol about conditions at the southern border, when actually his Baltimore district is far worse and more dangerous. His district is considered the worst in the USA. As proven last week during a congressional tour, the border is clean, efficient, and well-run, just very crowded. Cummings District is a disgusting rat and rodent-infested mess. If he spent more time in Baltimore, maybe he could help clean up this very dangerous and filthy place. So, Carrie, um, show me all the racism in that. Go. Yeah, this is this is my new thing. Is I love to just ask because they've gotten so far away from what racism actually means. So, show me where he's talking about race there at all. Nowhere. It's not well, there. I this is another social justice warriors all project. They see the word. I'm, I, and and by the way, I can back this up. This isn't me making this up. They see the word rat and rodent, and they immediately think black people. Which you have to be a like grand master level racist to think black people when you hear those two words. But that's what the left does. They hear those words, they see those words, and they think he's talking about black people. And and the reason I can back this up is the Baltimore Sun had a horrible editorial um, titled, Better to Have a Few Rats Than to Be One. And they called Donald Trump a vermin and a rat. Why? Because they felt like he was calling black people in their district a verm vermins and rats, which he was not. Um, but that's, that's their reaction to this. This is how they view it. Um, so, Carrie, do you know anything about, let's, before we even, do you know anything about Baltimore? Because I now had to look up shit about Baltimore that I didn't care about. Do you have any info on Baltimore? I know that things have gotten worse since the Black Lives Matter protests. Um, I know the Ferguson the effect kind of thing has happened. The Ferguson right. effect that Heather McDonald talks about. I know that the cops have kind of pulled back and it's been to the detriment of protecting people, you know, <laughs> of serving people. So that's pretty much all I, I know it has a bad rep. And I know, by the way, and I know I was looking for this. I know in 2015, Obama called protesters in Baltimore criminals and thugs. Mm. And it was a it was a big deal. And, and there's a headline here in USA Today. Obama stands by the term thugs, White House says. Um, <laughs> and in 2015, Bernie Sanders called Baltimore a third world country. You know, an interesting thing about the Bernie Sanders one, uh, Carrie, because this is why no one trusts the mainstream dishonest media. I was looking up that Bernie Sanders story and I had to go to the Baltimore Sun. Here's the story. Uh, original the original story. You'll notice it says Bernie Sanders likens West Baltimore to third world country. Okay. It's got a dateline of December 8th, 2015. There's no indication that the story has been updated, right? I don't see any at the top. Nothing says it's been updated. The bottom, there's no like, hey, we updated this, right? However, smack dab in the middle, there's a couple links to like, let's see. Donald Trump calling Representative Elijah Cummings, uh, Donald Trump's racist Elijah Cummings tweets. This is all new shit that they're linking to, right? I don't know why. Sorry, this is crap is here. But this is, they're, they're linking to new shit because 
they, they sound on the news and people are looking up this old article, which means they've been tinkering with this page, but they haven't told us. So now I'm like, I'm not even sure. Maybe they took out some other shit Bernie said, but he did at least say, his, the quote that I've got is, anyone who took the walk that we took around this neighborhood would not think you're in a wealthy nation, Sanders said during the visit to West Baltimore. Um, you would think that you were in a third world country. We're yeah. talking about a community in which there are hundreds of buildings that are uninhabitable. So this is, this is Bernie about Baltimore. Well, and uh, here is the Obama one, just so people can see it. Oh, yeah, please. <clears throat> Around the same time that Bernie said that, same year anyway, 2015. Can you see that? Yeah. Is it showing? Okay. Yep. Yes. Yep. Stands by the term thugs. And he was talking about the uh, violent protests that were happening. Oh, I hate I hate the mainstream news. You can't. I know their anywhere. websites are like making me want to shoot myself. <laughs> I can't. Where, what just happened? Right. <laughs> Where? This is why you are dead, you dinosaur boomer piece of shit kingmakers. You're fucking dead. You're, there's no way you're going to survive with this crap. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, well, I can't even get to it. <laughs> anyway. Um, but, but he was talking about uh, protesters and he said, he, he basically called them violent criminals and thugs. Right. And, and if Trump had said that, can you imagine? Like there's just, just, what I don't like about it is the double standard. And what I also, I like that he, um, I like that Trump kind of called out Nancy, because Nancy Pelosi started calling him racist, right? And... I like that he called out that she had just been thrown under the bus and called racist by members of her own party. Right. right. So you should know better kind of thing. Right. All right. We're all um, racist now. Right. We're you, it's like, you know, this is a game because the game has been played against you and now you're playing the game against me. What I like about him, what I, and again, this is coming from someone who did, who cried the night he was elected. Okay. Truly thought this man was a demagogue. I have come to like, some things about Donald Trump. And one of the things I like about him is that he will not be bullied by these SJWs and they hate him because he won't be bullied. And he that's won't why they hate him. They and that's him. why people vote for him. And he won't play the game. And I love that. Don't play their stupid game. Oh, I apologize. You know, for what? Well, and, he, but, and this is intentional, right? He did this so that we would look up Baltimore because, so let me, I want to, so let's, I want to give you some context. So first of all, um, Baltimore has been under Democrat control since 1967. All the mayors have been Democrat. Um, Elijah Cummings district, which includes half of Baltimore, he's been presiding over that district since 1996. So it's not like, it's not like he's just got into office and hasn't had a chance to do anything. By the way, the Baltimore Sun tried to blame Trump saying, well, if it's Elijah Cummings fault that we have rats, it's just as much your fault because you're the most powerful person in America. Uh, okay. So Trump's been in in Washington for a couple years. Elijah Cummings has been representing your district for 23 years and it's Trump's fault. Anyway, but here's the important thing. This all is because, why is Trump mad at this guy? He's mad, this is a border dispute. They're, they're arguing over immigration, right? What's one of the, uh, what's one of the arguments for Democrat? What are they saying about why people should be allowed in? What's the, one of the things that they're saying? They're requesting asylum. They're fleeing from horrible, horrible nations, right? El Salvador, murder capital of the world, right? Uh, violence, horrible things, people coming from El Salvador. That's why we have to let them, that's why they get asylum. Because you'd have to get asylum from El Salvador. 
El Salvador's murder rate in 2018 was 51 per 100,000. Baltimore's murder rate in 2018 was 56 per 100,000. Baltimore has a comparable, now granted El Salvador's murder rate went down the year before it was 60, but that's not the point. It's 2019 and that's when we're having this immigration debate. Baltimore's homicide rate is higher than El Salvador's, which is being used to justify granting asylum to people. So did people know this beforehand? Probably not. Do they know now that Trump tweeted on a Saturday and got the Democrats all crazed out and everyone, I wouldn't have noticed that Trump tweeted this unless people hadn't reacted and called him racist and gone crazy about it, but they did. So now I know this. And now everyone that watches our show is going to know that Baltimore is just as much of a shithole as the country of El Salvador. Most people don't look this stuff up, though. Did he? Did Trump tweet the murder rate and make that comparison? No. That's just you? But, no. yeah. Okay. Uh, I saw someone reference saying it's as bad as El Salvador, and so then I did a little bit of investigating and figured out how much how bad is it. Um, cool. But, you know, Baltimore violent crimes uh, per 1,000 residents is 20.42, which is very high. According to the FBI, uh, Baltimore has the highest homicide rate by far of any U.S. city. So... Baltimore kind of sucks. Now, in those ways, the people in Baltimore suck, obviously. But Carrie, this is the other. So people, of course, defended. So according to the main, if you read the mainstream media, the mainstream media has all these articles. There's a BuzzFeed article about this. Let me see if I can find it. All the articles in the mainstream media are like, I can't find the one that I had before. All the articles in the mainstream media are, they, they use the term, Trump's racist tweet without any explanation. Like, it's just racist, obviously. It's a racist tweet. They don't bother. They just, they don't bother trying to defend that. They're making one of the most awful allegations you can make against someone, and they don't even bother to back it up. They're not, it's like, uh, Carter is a a racist. Carter said something racist. Carter's Carter's racist rant. Yeah, and then then you just accused him of something racist, which is one of the most awful things you could be, and you don't feel compelled to, to explain that you can just make that kind of baseless claim right so actually i did find this here so here's the buzzfeed article carrie um and this is typical back (laughs) right so this is typical right this is this is this is how the media is treating this if you read the mainstream media they act like uh Baltimore residents are angry about this. Everyone agrees that it's racist. You read the story. It's like, it's people saying, we're great. And Trump's is racist and blah, blah, blah. And here's a picture of some smiling Baltimore people. And right. Okay. Um, what's the truth? Well, uh, let's see. Let's watch some videos about the truth. Cause you know, let's see. Are all Baltimore, Baltimore residents pissed at Trump? No. Hello, it's me again. World. I was so excited when Ms. Kim told me how many hits that we got and that the president actually responded to us. And what he said was definitely true. He hasn't done anything for us. For the last, I think he's been in office over 20 years? 30. 30? Okay, so I was like 18 back then, and he hasn't done anything for us. No cookouts, no shoe giveaway, no clothes giveaway, nothing for the and then y'all just want to know about the house. He hasn't done anything. Today is Saturday, July the 27th, 2019. Not 1819. It's today. It's, it's a little bit after 6 p.m. And like I said, I'm so excited. I'm so 
impressed with Miss Kale because. Okay, that's not a great one. But here, so people started doing this. No, but Carrie. she's right. She's saying that that what Trump said about this guy who's been in office 23 years, who's done nothing for the people of Baltimore is correct. Yeah. So here's some videos people started making. Here's the district. Ready? You can see that it's terrible. And all this. That's terrible. Meanwhile, they're worried about the kids at the border. Right. Exactly. But this is how actual American citizens got to live and deal with. I wonder how, how the Mexicans, like, like... Yeah, man, now tell me, it's he's living in this house of all this, tell me I didn't have rats and motors. He told me I was lying. Oh, oh my God. That's crazy. That's common So, I mean, I could play, there's video after video of this kind of crap. People but, saying, hey, but, Trump is right. Trump is right. Trump is right. The white, the white elitist journalists... The white elitist journalists in the media are telling us that this is racist and you can't talk about this or show it. And it's like they believe they're speaking on behalf of the people of Baltimore. They're not. <laughs> no, the people of Baltimore largely agree. In fact, uh, Carrie, you want to see what the Baltimore mayor said? Yes, please. About a year ago, city leaders identified some of the city's most violent neighborhoods. What the hell? We should just take all this down. So the we should take all this shit down, the black woman there that said that, that's the mayor. To target. Ooh, you can smell the rats. Under Baltimore's violent. You can smell the rats, she says. That's reduction initiative. Oh, Jesus. Just last week, we went with Mayor Pugh as she toured in East Baltimore neighborhood. It's a new one. I've been out here 54 years. It's a new one. Baltimore's violence reduction initiative is about taking steps to rid communities of the cornerstones that contribute to crime. Oh, my God. You can smell the dead animal. Blocks of dilapidated buildings help to hide the addiction that's crippled this community. So... Baltimore's mayor, who, by the way, was later raided, I think, by the FBI for corruption because uh, it's Baltimore. Wasn't Baltimore? Uh, I don't remember. I think I feel like Baltimore's always had a lot of corruption carry. But yeah, so Baltimore's mayor. Ew, you can smell the damn animals. Ew, rats, blah, blah, blah. This isn't um, this isn't something Trump made up. This isn't racist. This is Trump pointing out that. Baltimore is not the best managed city in the country. You know, I was just looking up because I never watched this show, but I had a lot of friends who watched it, The Wire. And I was like, didn't The Wire take place in Baltimore? I don't and know. I never watched it. So I just looked it up and the, guess what? Headline. <laughs> Look at this. This, uh, uh, I, I, I can't, can't, can't anyway, read it. What does it say? It's a picture of some white guy. Uh, entertainer. He's the creator of The Wire, David Simon. The Wire creator, David Simon, calls Trump a racist moron over Baltimore comments. <laughs> 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 and then it's just him virtue signaling and grandstanding on the back of what Trump said. Oh, okay. If this empty suit race-hating fraud had to actually visit West Baltimore for five minutes and meet any of the American citizens who endure there, he'd wet himself, Simon tweeted. We just right. heard from some of the people who endure there, Simon. Right. They're not happy, Simon. And frankly, uh, stats don't lie. So, Carrie, I was thinking about this. This is like, um, it's like the complement of the genetic fallacy. So, you know, the genetic fallacy in, in logic where you, 
you discount an argument based on its source, right? So, oh, that came yeah. from Breitbart, therefore it must be wrong, Oh, right? I'm very familiar with it because SJWs play this game all the time. Not just SJWs, people on the left. And I know, I know people on the right do it as well. I know there are people on the right who say, oh, that's from Salon or that's from Huffington Post. I'm not going to read right. it. But in general, I just have to make this statement, being someone on the left, people on the left do it more often. At oh, least absolutely. More yeah. often. And, they, and they, they write off anything, just if it came from, like we've joked about, even if Breitbart shows video that's unedited from a congressional <laughs> hearing, they'll say, but that's a Breitbart video. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And Frank, I've, I've, frankly, I've never had, I've seen leftists say, oh, I'm not watching that or reading that because it's from blankety blank. I've never seen anyone on the right say, I'm not reading that Huffington Post article because it's from the Huffington Post. Yeah. But anyway, um, I think this is a, a variant of the genetic fallacy. It's just uh, like the complement of it. It's not that you're wrong because you're the wrong source. The argument's wrong because it's from a bad, quote, bad source. It's, it's that um, you're wrong because you criticize someone of the wrong genes. So like... You're wrong because your argument is against the wrong source. It's kind of like, oh, you can make arguments against people, but Representative Cummings is a black man who's a Democrat. And so, therefore, anything you say is racist. It's like, that's, it's, instead that, of the source being the genetic, what? That's truly what they believe. Yes. Or, or they believe it or they, they actually, some of them don't believe it. They just know that's how the game is played and they are they are bad faith actors and they are cynical and sure. they're happy to play the game that way. Sure. But I don't know. Look, I think this worked for Trump as always. Uh, you know, suddenly now I know about how crappy Baltimore is and so do a lot of other people. And so there's videos circulating. I mean, you can see we played one portion of one. There's lots of videos. Trump retweeted some of them. They're all over the internet of people. Uh, going into his district, Elijah Cummings district and saying, here's his district. And you can see it's an absolute mess. And so, meanwhile, what's he been doing? He's been down at the border. Right. He's down at the border yelling about Trump, not letting El Salvadorians in because uh, not, they're in a war zone, basically. Yeah. Not doing anything for the people of his district. Right. Right. Yeah. So, you know, well, Trump another weekend, right. another racist Trump tweet, I guess, uh, where he basically ends up uh, using the entire media, who all hate him, for his benefit. Yes. Which is what has now <laughs> happened. So, uh, God, there Democrats, I don't, I, I don't want you to win, but really, it's just, the fight's just unfair right now. When are you going to fucking learn what he does? When are you going to stop it? It's, it's like they're, they're like addicts. They can't stop themselves. They can't help it. No, but they think their game is the only game. They don't understand his game. They don't understand. How can they not? It's so obvious. Because they think their game is the only game. And they get angry that he won't play their game, but they don't see what he's doing. And literally, he's pulling the strings, and they're dancing like puppets. And yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's like all he has to do is attack someone. So here's, here's what he does. He, he, he can go after a political opponent who has bad ideas or some, or is, is making some arguments that are bad or has like some real problems that are ideological, not anything else. But if you make sure he picks someone that is in a protected class and uses language that's strong, he's not, he won't, it's not being racist, but he knows that that's enough 
that the entire media will say he's racist because they will take that to mean he's attacking them for their skin color, blah, blah, blah. And then everyone will look into the facts and everyone will look and go, oh shit, look at this. Baltimore's murder rate is higher than El Salvador's. Well, hmm. they, may, they may not even look into that, but what they will do is look at what he said and they'll say, wait a minute, the media lied. He didn't say anything racist. Right, yes, at the very least, they'll do and that. And so people will start to wake up. People have started, have been waking up. Look at the walk away movement. Right. He, he keeps, every time he does this game and they fall into his trap and they, because he, he's, he's accurately predicting their ridiculous behavior. Yes. And they, and they continue to behave in ridiculous ways. And then it wakes people up. And then people will maybe go back. And I know we had some viewers and we did the video. Um, I forget which video it was, but we went back and we, we looked at some of his statements, like, like the lie, the lie that he defended white supremacists and called Oh, that's, by the way, that's now been pulled out again by the Baltimore Sun and their editorial was all... A man oh, I'm who sure. they're fine people are neo-Nazis. Yeah, they, they double down on that lie. That's, they are liars. They will yes. repeat that lie as if it's truth, just like they'll put racist in a headline without feeling a need to, to explain why it's racist. Right. Um, but so every time that happens, there are people who look those things up and are like, wait a minute, he didn't say that? Wait a minute, he didn't mock? He didn't make fun of a reporter's disability? He right, wait, those are the racist, the quote racist yeah. tweets? Uh -huh. I don't, yeah. So. Yeah, and look, I mean, the the media is just, this is the thing. The media needs their credibility if they're going to be their kingmakers in 2020, and they're just burning it. They're oh, like, they have no credibility. <laughs> they, they have like any remnants of their credibility. They just keep lighting on fire every freaking day. So, Speak, Speaking of genetic fallacy, and I often say this to people who, um, who, who like to engage in it, I would much rather read a source like Breitbart that tells me upfront what their point of view is and is honest about it, is honest about their slant than to read. I mean, I'll read CNN. I have to read CNN, but I, I trust Breitbart more than I do CNN because Breitbart is at least honest about where they're coming from. CNN pretends to be unbiased. The New York times pretends to be unbiased. That's worse. I'm sure the Baltimore sun <laughs> pretends to be unbiased as well, but yes. Yes. So, well, on that note, Carrie, um, uh, Everyone, I think maybe we can look forward to this coming weekend. Some more quote racist tweets. Maybe this is going to be a thing now. So, uh, <sighs> thanks for watching. Day. Please don't forget to go subscribe on YouTube. Um, please follow us, subscribe, hit the notification button, share the videos. Um, please help us out. We're trying to grow the channel. We're growing slowly. At least we're growing, but it's pretty slow. It's pretty freaking slow. Um, so it's not please, slow. Please I'm out. happy. You guys, thanks for sharing and supporting. Right. And I'm never happy. Carter's the glass half empty guy. The glass is half full. And uh, we're going to be doing book club on Sunday, August 4th. Uh, we're going to be doing a video discussion. So okay. if you guys have not been reading Brave New World, you have a little bit less than a week. You have a week to read the book. It's not that long of a book. So get on it. You can listen to, get, you can listen to the book. Get the audio book. It's short. It's easy to, yeah, yeah. it's easy. So. Yeah, yeah. Read the book. Um, I'm not a glass half empty guy, though. <laughs> I have high standards. I have high standards. I want us to meet our standards. Uh, yeah, you do. You do. So. It's fine. We're yin and yang. We're getting yang. What? We're yin and yang. Oh, I thought you said we were getting yang. I was like, that would help. That would boost our ratings. <laughs> um. <laughs> all right. Bye, everyone. Thanks.
One more thing, everyone, here's a little piece of, I guess, bonus content that I found after Carrie and I filmed. Uh, it turns out PBS, I'll show this to you, PBS has a rat film documentary that they were working on. I'm just going to read some quotes. Uh, quote, there ain't never been a rat problem in Baltimore. It's always been a people problem. That's a quote. About the film, in his critically acclaimed directorial debut, Theo Anthony uses the rats to burrow into the dark, complicated history of Baltimore. A unique blend of history, science, and sci-fi, poetry, and portraiture, rat film exposes how racial segregation, discriminatory lending practices known as redlining, and environmental racism build the Baltimore that exists today. What begins as an examination of our interactions with rats, portraits of rat-inflicted citizens, rats as test subjects in labs, the development of rat poison, becomes a deeper exploration of Baltimore. Anthony investigates the history of the city and the systemic racism that established the low-income and predominantly black neighborhoods that are still plagued by rats today. So there you have it for those of you who still think that Trump was being racist by referring to Baltimore as rat-infested. Baltimore is, in fact, rat-infested to the point of this probably left-leaning documentary using rats as a central theme. So I'll put the link to the webpage I just showed in the show notes below, but just thought you might like to know that little tidbit. Thanks again for watching.